Have you ever been talking and then you just felt completely unheard? It's the worst feeling. One of the worst feelings you can ever experience when you're trying to communicate with the person that you love. Today, we're going to be diving into a listener question about how they felt unheard in their relationship. And we're going to give real-time answers to how they can overcome that. So make sure you stay tuned as we delve into it right now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Home to Haven podcast. This is Terrell and Jen Turner, and we are here to help Christian couples thrive in their relationships, enjoy life together. So if you're looking for Christian relationship tips, this is your home. You found it, giving you guidance from a biblical worldview. This is it. So make sure that you like and subscribe the video, and or podcast. It just helps us reach more people like yourself. And so we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We're so grateful. We're so thankful that you were here. And we can't wait to talk with you today. That's right. Thank you so much for joining us here today. You can also find us over on Instagram. So check us out at Oakhaven Company over there as well. Thank you so much for joining us. We have been talking to couples and working on strengthening their relationships and really helping them build their home into that haven, that peaceful, that loving, that joyful atmosphere. And so we have an opportunity for you that we've just opened up, and that is a coaching question. So you, if you head on over to our website, okhavencompany.com, right in the middle, there'll be that tab that says coaching. You can click on that. Or if you're looking at it in mobile, there'll be the hamburger menu. So click on that and you'll find the word coaching and it'll go through all the steps that you can take to submit your own question. So this is a custom question specific to your circumstance, whatever you are specifically going through. So go ahead and check that out. Today, we are going through one of the questions that a listener has submitted. Now, we will never say names or specific identifying qualities about the situation, but we do want to share how we would go about coaching um, a couple Christian couple through that. And so today, we are going to start with the question, how can I communicate to my partner that I often feel unheard in our relationship? What are some strategies that I can use to get them to actually hear what is on my heart? You know, so this question sounds like they are communicating at least somewhat. They think that they, they are communicating there. There's an exchange of words at least, but they're still feeling unheard by the other person and in essence is making them feel alone in their relationship. So where, where would we start if we have somebody that's feeling completely unheard when they're trying to communicate with their significant other? You know, the first place to start is just, wow, what an awesome question. Um, I hear the sincerity um, and you're wanting to communicate with your significant other. So we start there. It takes a desire. It takes a heartfelt, I want to, when you're talking about communicating with someone who is opposite, who is different than you. So that's the first step. I want to, you have to want to be a good communicator, to want to be a good listener. So the question is, how can I feel? Yeah, what unheard? strategies can they use to really get them to hear what's what's in their heart? Okay. So again, there's going to be there's different methods of communication. There's nonverbal communication. There's verbal communication, and there's so many methods. Hopefully, you do know 
the best way to communicate okay. to your significant other. They may be verbal. Okay. They may be written. Yes. It may have to be a letter. It might have to be a combination of the two. I've done videos before, mm -hmm. uh, which this coaching call is. What happens is when you uh, submit your question on our website, okhavencompany.com, then we will send you a five-minute custom uh, audio answer from Jen and myself. Or if you just want Jen to uh, answer your question, she will do that as well. Or if you just want me. That's right. So it's up to you, really. But um, uh, So there's different methods of attempting to communicate. Okay. Um, if you've got a guy, a great way to try to communicate is doing things side by side. So if it's going for a walk and okay. then trying to communicate with him then, that's a great way to play guys. Just can't do it on a one-on-one, -on -one, just one sit activity down. and sit down. Right, okay. So trying to, he's doing some physical activity, washing the car. He is listening. Okay. But he's doing a, a different activity. Okay. So science has shown that doing a, an activity or coming alongside, walking alongside um, a male is a can be an effective tool in trying to communicate. That's one strategy. Okay. It's also being able to say, finding the, the good time, praying through the good time, praying the opportunity and saying, I really feel that we are on different pages when we are communicating. Okay. And then have a specific example. Okay. And we're not going to use blame language. I'm trying to talk to you and this. We got to watch tone. We got to, we got to, because we, we want the other person to receive. Right. We want them. And how right. I've had, have tried in our marriages, hey, I'm about to have a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. And this conversation is not negative. It is not me picking at you. It is not me attempting to throw shade. Put you down. Or put you down. I'm trying to express how I'm feeling at this particular moment. So I'm here for you, I'm for you, I'm not against you. So we're trying to set this up as, well, I shouldn't have to do that. Well, you have to. And maybe you have to do it at this particular time, right? right? If you want to get through, right? If you want to get through the door, you have to hold the right key. Okay. So uh, attempt that. This is what I'm feeling when I'm communicating. I have a specific example. When... I communicated this, you replied this way, and I felt this. Right? I didn't say anything about you, but I felt I felt this way and it really crushed me or it I really felt unsupported. That was not what I said back. You said this. We had we had a, this was months ago. Uh but I said I never said that. Now, you heard it. Okay. But those words never came out my mouth. And what happens is you're, there's other experiences, there's other traumas, there's past relationships your spouse, your person has gone through that can interfere with what you're saying. You could say something and it triggers something that happened five years ago or something right. from their childhood mm -hmm. and they hear something completely different right. than what you actually said. It happens. right? And so you have to work through those things and understand that. Give grace to one another and then hopefully you'll you're able to meet on common ground and walk through oh okay yes and this is what i'm really saying and when i'm saying this i'm meaning this right and you can go from there so they might be listening through a filter that they probably don't even know don't even that know. they have that, that, that they're filtering in words or 
like you said, nonverbal language or the tone or how that affects a lot what people might hear the actual words to be based on the nonverbal language, right? Yep. So one of the things, just a quick, 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 quick example that I can give is when I was younger and even not so much now in my, in my middle ages, but you know, teenage years, 20 years, I could go, I could not see my dad for let's say two days. Okay. And I could come into the office, especially when I was on staff at church and come into the office and he'd look at me and be like, your tie's crooked. That's the first thing he said after not seeing me for like two or three days. And then I hear, I don't look good. I'm not worthy. I'm, I'm not a great dresser. I hear all this. He never said that. He said my time was straight, right? And so I'm building this complex and I'm getting these filters. And so what really helped me is remember when um, um, Adam and Eve came into the Garden of Eden after they had sinned and God was like, who told you you were mm-hmm. naked? Yes. So who told you these lies? Mm-hmm. And so um, counseling really helped me identify We are told so many lies and so many things the enemy has tried to cast over us that are negative, that are not true. You're not worthy. You're not appreciated. And he's even talking to that in in your marriage. You're not worthy. Mm -hmm. You're not appreciated. You're not, you know, they don't, they don't take you seriously. They they take you for granted. And these, all these little thing whispers that he's, he's, uh, he's throwing into you. And the Bible says that we're to cast down evil imaginations, thoughts that, don't line it with the promise and the truth right. of God's word. And so that's what we want to start first is that yeah. it's always spiritual first. We want to make sure that, you know, we're taking authority over the enemy because he doesn't want marriage to work. He doesn't want you guys to be happy. He does not want kids, you know, obedient to their parents. And he wants an atmosphere of hate and discord and strife and drama and dissension and bitterness and resentment. That's what he thrives right, in. Right, right, And so we got to realize and recognize we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Okay. It's against the spiritual wickedness in high places. So always remember that. So he's actually enjoying that you're feeling unheard in your relationship. And he's using that as something to make the gap even farther apart in the relationship. 100%. And he's, he's, he's creating those feelings as well. Right? So we got to recognize that in the, in, the, in the midst of me feeling just deflated and defeated, hey, man, this is the enemy. Right. The enemy is trying to make me feel this way. He's trying to create a, a rift between my husband and I, or my wife and I. And I don't want to talk to him right now. Right. I don't want to hug him right now. But you know what? I'm going to press through that. And again, that's God's love, right? That agape, that in spite of what they do, what they don't do, what they say, what they don't say, what they respond, how they don't respond, God's love is constant. And so it doesn't say, I love you. Do you love me? It just says, I love you. Right. And so I'm going to do my part and let the chips fall where they fall because ultimately I got to give accountability to God. Right. And hopefully as your relationship grows closer together and you're working through these things, you can come alongside of each other and be a team. And so when you're in the moment, even one person can say like, Hey, hold on. Like this is clearly a division. This is clearly thoughts and and words are coming in that are not of God. And so let's switch it around. Like let's pivot. Like we are not going to let this come in our marriage. We're not going to let this come in our home. And the only way to really stand against that is to have the word of God in you. Right. So you need to be renewing your mind every single day. You need to be praying. 
You need to know the word, read your Bible inside and out, because if you don't have that in you, 100%. it's not going to come out of you. 100%. You know, carnality breeds carnality. So if you're full of Netflix and Hulu and all the other stuff, you know, you're not going to be so patient. You're not going to, but when you're full of the word of God and you've been in prayer, and you'll, you'll, you'll be surprised at how, how, uh, like a rubber band, the love of God can stretch in your life. Um, a specific example um, of not feeling unheard, and we all get there. We, we, we talked about this last uh, episode. Okay. Everyone goes through these seasons of what in the world are we talking about? And I felt like we've been in a season of we're not on the same page. And it's very frustrating because I'm like, we were on the same page, and now I don't know what's happening. And there will be times I'll ask you a question and the answer I get is not the answer I'm looking for. Or the answer I get, I'm like, that is so far down the street from where I am. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. And so I'll immediately express, what are you talking about? I'll immediately express, I don't feel like you are listening to me. And so you may say, what what or how, where did I miss it? Okay. I'll just give an example. I might say, hey, what is for dinner? Oh, well, I went to the store and I went down the aisle and I got some lettuce and then I picked up some fish sticks and then I go, oh my God, what is for dinner? What is the specific question? I think I asked you one time about uh, uh, in our finance in our budget. Okay. And I was asking how, how much, much was in, how something. much did, how much did we spend on this YZ? And like, well, I moved some money from this account, this, this, and we had this. I, what is the number? What is in the account? That's all I'm looking for. And so it's working through those right. specific dynamics and getting on the same page so that you both feel heard, understood, and appreciated. Right, because in that in those instances, you were looking for a specific like one line, I need the answer, move on with my life. Correct. Whereas I was just trying to have a normal conversation of let's get to the decision together because I don't really have a plan for dinner. So this is what I have. Is this what you want kind of thing? And so that just wasn't, you weren't giving me what I wanted to communicate sure. and I wasn't giving you what you wanted to communicate in that instance. And so just to go back and say, look, when I ask you this, all I want is this will help in the next situation. So when you ask me for what's for dinner, you know, next Friday, I can say pizza, order it or whatever it's going to be versus, well, we have this and this and this in the fridge. Or I don't know yet. Pit. I haven't made the plan yet. Okay, fine. But all the other uh, commentary. Mm -hmm. Again, it's the way people <laughs> communicate. It's how though. they and, communicate, and how they think, or maybe what they've experienced that particular day. You know, may have some stuff, high stress day. Okay. They're not looking for a, a commentary today. I just need one answer. Right. right. And so it's kind of learning that person and being around the person. Again, people change and things happen. So don't take offense. Come together, have a powwow, get on the same page and move forward. That's right. So going back to the question of how you can get them to really hear what's on your heart. I love the example that you gave of you know, taking them on a walk or doing something side by side, and then also giving them the opportunity of maybe even questioning, hey, I have an important conversation that I'd like to have with you. The key word there is, I have something on my heart. Okay. Especially for, for men. Okay. You have to be specific. You got to be specific. So. You got to be to the point. We need code words. 
right? Because we, we might not know what's important to you. We might not know. It doesn't mean we don't love you. It doesn't mean we don't care. Or you should know what's important. I, I might not know. Okay. And don't judge me for that. Like, just be patient with me. And if I should know, I'm sorry I didn't know, right? That means I don't care. Right. But one of the things that I try to express is this is important to me. This is on my heart. So when you have a moment, I, I would like some of your time because I have something that's very, very extremely important to me that I want to kind of talk to you through and work through with you, if that's okay. Those are code words for me. Okay. And I'm expressed to you. If there's anything that's important, you need to say, this is really important to me, Terrell. This is something that's going to be precious to my heart. Precious to my heart. Ding, 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 ding. To me, for Terrell. Right. That says, I need to pay attention. Listen up. This is what I need to really hear. Be silent and let her talk it out. Okay. So you're you're also saying that I, or in any instance, you shouldn't just kind of spring something on them. Right? Is, is if that... it's really important, because you might be like, hey, I'm going to go back to school. Okay. Why, why didn't you? We talked about being unsupported last. For, right, right. Well, I might not know because you didn't, and you said you didn't communicate, express your expectations. Sweetheart, I've got something really, really important and kind of pressing my heart. Okay. Let me perk up. I, I'd like to go back to school. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's awesome, right? That tells me this is really important. She's thought this through. She spent time. This isn't just some, like that tells me okay. this is really, really important. Okay. I need to pay attention. So we need to communicate that. And for especially for the ladies talking to their men, something's important to you. You need to express this means something to me. And not just spring it on them, right? If if they're in the middle of a football game watching it, Probably not unless it's like an, a really emergency <laughs> or something, sure. you're like, hey, I really need you to step aside for a second. Sure. But like you said, cultivate that time, really pray and ask the Lord and the Holy Spirit to guide you of like, okay, when is a, gr- a good time to come to my significant other and tell them this, especially if it's something where you're going to be very, very vulnerable, because like you said, you might feel rejected and shut down. And so you're not going to keep going or you're not going to keep trying to get those words across. Well, we have, we, we talked about this in our level up, uh, workshop, which is at ohavencompany.com. There's five keys for you to level up your relationship. And it just kind of just taking your relationship to another level. Everyone, we always want to invest in our relationship, invest in the things that are important to us, just like maintenance on a car. Your relationship needs maintenance. So this is a great free resource. One of those is to family time isn't quality time. And so hopefully you've scheduled on your calendar at least once a month okay. time for you guys to get together. Right. It could be we talk about date night. That can be to Chick-fil-A. It can be to the mailbox. It could be to we got a creek up the street there. But hopefully you've got those times and you know on the calendar, these are times where we, we talk. These right. are times where we come together and kind of share our hearts. And so those are great moments for you to say, Hey, this is something I've been wanting to talk to you about. Or these are some things I've been thinking about. These are some things that I've been struggling with. These are some things I want you to pray for me with or right, pray right. Um, with me about. You know, my mom's going through this or da 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 da, right? Those, those can be great opportunities for you guys to really hear and be heard. Right. So if you're not feeling that you're not being heard, go back to this and schedule some things. Put some things on the calendar. Get back to date nights. Get back to putting some things in place where we know we have a opportunity to share unjudged without response 
what we need to say to one right. another. Right. You build in that time and have those specific times, and then you have the intention, the intentional times to spend with each other. And then you can also be, you know, kind of more aware, like, hey, we're going to go on date night tonight. We're not going to get out our phones. It's just how we do date night, right? We don't, we don't get out our phones. We're not talking about work. We're not right. talking about the kids. We're not Being talking intentional. about work. And so that is a prime time to talk about what's on your heart. Yeah. If you've been a regular listener of the Home Name and Podcast, hopefully you, you see a common theme. We, you may hear some things repeated because yes. these things work. It's a formula. It all goes together of being intentional, scheduling things, putting priorities, home purpose statement. All these things are keys that help you have a successful, long-lasting relationship where you enjoy life together. You build your home into a haven, a place full of peace and joy and love. That's not frustrating. That's not weighing right. you down. That's not heavy. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So that's what we want for you and experience all God's goodness and his fullness in your relationship. Listen, if you have a question that you'd like for us to tackle, hey, we'd love to. We would love to walk you through a particular area you'd love to maybe hear our perspective or um, input on. Again, it could be Jennifer and I together. It could be just me or it could just be Jennifer. I want you to go to oakhavencompany.com. And when you go there, you're going to click on coaching and you'll be able to uh, invest $25 in one question or multiple questions. Great. And when you do that, you'll be then taken to a secure page where you can input your question. We have some questions and some forms for you to fill out and then um, you know, the box for your comments and it'll come to us. We'll pray over it. We will get some biblical uh, perspective on that question and then send you a five minute recording uh, that answers your questions from myself, us together or Jennifer. So again, go to okhavencompany.com. It's a great way to never feel alone, okay. that you're not by yourself. Things come up and we are here to provide you with the tools and the resources that you need to be successful in your relationship with your dating, whether you're married, we're here for you. We're praying for you. We're cheering you on, guiding you through step-by-step step every part of the way. So it's okhavencompany.com. Go to coaching and uh, do it today. Click on that button, submit the questions, and we cannot wait to hear from you. That's right. I want to encourage you to do that today. Please do not let uncertainty or hesitation stop you. Right. Take that first step. This is a great opportunity to just kind of get your feet wet in coaching. It's just very simple, easy, and you can get a taste of what even more so can come because your relationship and your home life, it deserves investment and every Absolutely. relationship can benefit from investment. So go ahead and start that. Take that small step today. You will not regret it. And we would love to help you. It's been a wonderful joy talking with you today. We pray you get something from it. If you did, make sure you smash the bell, smash the subscribe button, click, take the link, copy and paste to someone who you think would greatly benefit from this. Man, we would appreciate it so very much in helping us to reach more people and providing their homes into havens. God bless you. Thank you so much. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. God bless. Thanks for listening. We hope you've learned something to help you grow in your relationships and received some practical ways to make your home a true haven. Now it's time to put what you've heard to use. We'd love to hear what you are doing, so connect with us on social and send a message. 
search and find us at Oak Haven Company on Instagram and Facebook. We also have resources for you, such as printables, devotionals, and helpful articles on our website at oakhavencompany.com. And we'd love to stay in touch with you with our exclusive offers, news, and content made only available to our email list members. Sign up today to receive Jen's free download pack and Terrell's confessional guide as our way of saying thank you. Click the join our email group link in the description. And again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.